Conservative talk show host. I've been waiting for this night to come. Get up. Get up. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Steve Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 7.20 AM. Kate on the talk of Las Vegas. Hour number two, Wednesday edition of the show. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. I'd like to continue the conversation from the first hour. We've got calls on hold. I'm going to jump right to you. We've been talking about the unfairness, the, the, the continued character assassination of this president. We were also talking about Donald Trump earning the Nobel Peace Prize nomination for Israel and the UAE deal. Now, some will say he doesn't deserve it. This man's not about peace. He's divided this country. No, 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 no. If we're going to be intellectually honest, this president has tried to do more for peace than any president we've had in recent history because this president doesn't believe in being in endless wars. That's why him and John Bolton didn't see eye to eye. That's why him and General Kelly, Dog Mattis, none of them saw eye to eye because the president doesn't want us being the police for the rest of the world. It's just real simple stuff. Obama got a Nobel Peace Prize for doing nothing, hadn't even entered the presidency yet. Donald Trump successfully had negotiations with Kim Jong-un. We haven't really heard much from Kim Jong-un, first president in history to be able to have that meeting cross over into North Korea, if you remember, and of course, brokered the Israel-United Arab Emeritus deal. That's a big deal. It really is. So do you think Donald Trump deserves the Nobel Peace Prize? I believe he does. I believe he does. If you put all the political bias aside, Donald Trump, without a shadow of a doubt, deserves that. But it's continued character assassination because we are 54 days from the election. All right, let's go ahead and get back to the busy calls that want to weigh in on this. Let's jump over to Scott. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Scott, you with me? All right, it looks like Scott has left the building. Let's work our way backwards. Let's go to line six. Bob, you're next. Welcome to the show. All right, looks like Bob left the building, too. Chuck, you're up next. Welcome to the program. Yeah, I don't think he deserves a Nobel Prize, Steve, because he didn't drop bombs on Libya and Yemen and didn't drone uh, wedding parties and, and Americans. Yeah, exactly right. And, and number two, uh, on the voting thing, like in your state, uh, McSally won, and then, what is, how do you say, Sikahema or? Yeah. The, the, they kept uh, finding uh, bags You mean uh, Kirsten, Kirsten, Kirsten Cinema? Yeah, yeah, and they kept yeah. finding bags of uh, ballots, and it was drawn in, what, about two weeks or something like that? Yeah, it's Arizona's a mess, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. Arizona and Nevada. I mean, Arizona, for the first time in probably the history of the state, is going to have two uh, United States senators. Uh, Martha McSally, I do not believe she's going to be able to 
um, beat Mark Kelly. She should be able to beat him, but Arizona starting to tiptoe into the purple and will probably go into the blue just much as Nevada has. Do you think that's going to be drawn out here like that? I, I do. I, I do. I, I have a good feeling that uh, Nevada can go uh, red for, for the presidency. I do. So much Hispanic support is coming. You know, look, I'm, look, I'm pulling for Jim Marchant for Nevada 4. I'm pulling for Dan Rodimer in, in District 3 there in Henderson. You know, I'm pulling for these guys uh, to have Nevada go red. And who knows what will happen? I mean, these are vulnerable uh, people, Susie Lee, Steve Horsford, they're vulnerable. And, and, you know, Jim has to continue to keep hitting that vulnerability against Steve Horsford. Uh, the guy doesn't even live in Nevada full time. I mean, that's a fact. He lives in Virginia. So does his family. And, 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 you know, and all the, the, the personal messes that really have no place into politics should be discussed, but no one wants to talk about that either. And, you know, Susie Lee is just Susie Lee. She is just truly a lefty and, and doesn't see uh, even doesn't even attempt to try to be a centrist, and so I think Dan Rodimer and, and Jim Marchand have really good shots uh, to take those seats. But we'll see what happens. All right, I, I think Trump's going to win one of those, uh, like California, New York. I really do. One of those. It would be great, you know, Nevada. Going to bust through on something big. And, and you know, it possibly could. And Chuck, I'll tell you this: California could go red. California one time did. I mean, that was many moons ago. A lot of people forget, but California one time was, in fact, a red state. Uh, can it go back? A lot of people are fed up in California. I mean, there is a tremendous amount of people angry with the way California has uh, gone down, and, and it's, you know, I don't blame them. All right, let's get right back to business. John, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve, how you doing? First time I'm all along time listener. Appreciate it. Thank you. I just want to talk more about uh, what you said about uh, about the, the uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, I have an African American friend of mine at the gym. Okay. Black Lives Matter. I hate white people. I mean, eighty percent of them. So there's reverse discrimination going on in this country. People don't talk about. So I think it's just horrific. And I want to get your what your thought on that. Well, you know, I, I do, and I appreciate the call, John. I, I do think there's a, a reverse race, uh, discrimination going on and reverse racism. You know, I don't know where we got this idea that because you're white, you're a racist or you're more, more prone to racism. Now, I understand this country has a history and, you know, we did have slavery. And yes, uh, the whites were pretty much predominantly, uh, the culture, so to speak, at the foundation of the country. I get that. Um, but you know, when we look at the country as we've progressed, let's not forget it was a white man in the name of Abraham Lincoln that sought to end this. Whites, Blacks, browns, they fought in the Civil War, and many people lost their lives. So I understand there's this history, and I understand that the black community, some, will still be angry about that history. But I have to be honest with you. Most of those that are in Black Lives Matter and, and their so-called peaceful protesters that are rioting and looting and beating the hell out of people, they were not slaves. Sorry, they weren't. They weren't even born in Africa. So how can you say African-American? I'm not the only one saying this. My best friend is black. He will tell you. He lives in Chicago. 
Leonard Curry will tell you this is ridiculous. And it's insulting for the young people today to try to continue to awaken something that was put to sleep. This is not pre-1965. This is not the days of slavery. My God, we've progressed so much as a country that we elected and then re-elected the first black president. And you know what? I didn't vote for Obama either time. But let's be intellectually honest. The one thing that we can take from it, the one thing, it was cool to be able to know that this country didn't see skin color. This country didn't care about that because it wasn't just the black community that put Obama in office. It was whites. It was browns. It was every color in the crayon box. It was liberal. It was conservative. It was Christian. It was atheist. It was Muslim. It was every different type of walk of life. That elected Barack Obama. So here's the truth. To try to cry the systemic racism is absolutely ridiculous. Is there racism? Of course. Individual racism, of course. You're never going to change that because people are biased towards other people and their decisions because people are idiots. You're not going to get away from the idiot zone. People are idiots. You know that and I know that. But when you look at the country overwhelmingly, how can we say overwhelmingly this is a white racist society? That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Let's go back to our busy calls. Charles, you're up next. Welcome to the program. My brother from another mother. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Well, that wind kind of tore my pool a new one, but that's another conversation. <laughs> okay. I, 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 have a, I have a bone to pick with you. You use okay. the term uh, intellectual honesty in the mainstream media in the same breath. Surely <laughs> you are jesting, sir. Yes, I apologize for that, for that error. I'm <laughs> uh, like, no, he didn't just say that, really? <laughs> I you wish know, it was true. The Woodward and, and all the other nonsense, like you, you were talking in the first hour, there's going to be a lot more of this crap come out in the next two weeks, months, up until Election Day. This is what we're going to hear on every channel. I mean, they have the, the one lady who's trying to say that, Trump raped her 25 years ago or some nonsense. Here we go again. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be and, all this. Absolutely. All this is going to be coming out again. There's going to be this. There's going to be that. There's. And my God, can we just talk about the issues? Maybe if we just talked about the issues, we would actually get somewhere. Well, no, the Democrats could never win that other election if we talked about issues. Well, that's honest. very true. That's a fact. Now, and another they, thing I find very ironic, speaking of ironic, is the fact that there's forest fires in California and Washington and Oregon and Colorado. These were all the, the same places the governors were telling the, the president, oh, don't you dare send federal troops in here. Wait a minute, they weren't troops, they were federal agents, and they were law enforcement officers. But now they're going to want help, of course, fighting fires. Isn't that ironic, or is that just me? No, I mean, I mean, you hit it right on the head. I mean, this is the ridiculousness. This is the hypocrisy. And if we just put all the other fluff, Charles, on the shelf, and I appreciate the call. If we just put all the other fluff on the shelf and we were able to discuss issues, issues A through Z, this country would look much different. But you're right. If we really had a discussion about issues, the Democrats are going to have one hell of a time because they have no vision for America. Everybody should want America to be great again. Every
everyone should want us to have the best national security. We should all be in favor of a wall to keep good in, bad out. We should all want reform on illegal immigration. We should all want those things. We should want prosperity. We should want equal treatment for everyone. But to continue to keep screaming and burning down cities and taking down monuments of statues, if you think that's going to change something, you are, my friends, completely, completely foolish. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396. Quick break, and then right back to some calls. Don't go away. again, Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. And this half hour being brought to you by my friends at Reagan Gold Group. One thing I can tell you is this, the markets in the last few days have been volatile at best. And I've been trying to tell you this. Look, I spent 25 years as a financial advisor, so I know some of the things I'm telling you. There are two elephants in the room that really no one wants to talk about because it's not popular, and that's stock market volatility and the geopolitical unrest that we're facing. Let's be intellectually honest. We're facing that. Wall Street and the Wall Street Casino, you've got to be very careful and sure that your 401ks, your retirement dollars, everything is safe. How do you do that? You should have money insurance. And you're probably thinking, money insurance? I've never heard that. Of course, because your stockbroker will never talk to you about money insurance. It's not financially beneficial for them to talk to you about money insurance. What's money insurance? Physical gold and silver hedging against your stocks. Friends, we have insurance for our homes, our cars, even our health. Wouldn't you think it makes sense to have insurance on our money. Gold and silver has proven through the decades that it is money insurance and it works. Learn how physical gold and silver can actually help you hedge against market volatility and the uncertainties that go along with it. Right now, Reagan Gold Group is offering a free investor's kit for this audience only. That investor kit is going to explain to you what I just shared, but also it's going to help you understand how you can own physical gold and silver with your IRAs. That's correct. IRAs now, 401ks now can own physical gold and silver. Call 888-634-1523. That's 888-634-1523. Or visit ReaganGoldGroup.com. That free investor's kit is especially for you, the Steve Sanchez audience. So don't wait. Call 888-634-1523 or ReaganGoldGroup.com. Experts are saying gold's poised to go to 3,000 an ounce. It's right now at 2,000. Silver's poised to go to 400 an ounce. It's right now at $30 an ounce. Friends, we have seen the incredible rise in physical gold and silver. Do not wait and price yourself out. 888-634-1523. They're my friends at Reagan Gold Group. They're the sponsors of this half hour. We've got a lot of calls on hold. 
So let's go ahead and get right back to business. Let's go to line six. Bob, you're next. At least you're back. Welcome back. Third time's the charm, Steve. There you go. There you go. What's on your mind, my friend? I wanted to ask you about white privilege or make a statement, actually, about it. Um, There's something that nobody has ever brought up, to my knowledge, which seems so obvious. It would seem you'd, you'd hear about it all the time. If you make the assumption that a white person cannot relate to a black person because they've never had that person's experience, isn't it equally true that a black person cannot really make any commentary about a white person because they've never had that person's experience. Well, of and course. therefore, anything that uh, Don Lamont or whoever makes a commentary on regarding that subject is probably irrelevant and faulty. I absolutely concur. I mean, I'm a Hispanic, Bob, and I remember growing up in the Fresno, California area. My dad was a rancher. I went to a high school in Lee Grand High School, predominantly ranchers, kids, uh, up by, you know, Fresno, Merced, that area in the San Joaquin Valley. And, you know, I had people that would tease, and sometimes they weren't teasing. They'd say, hey, wetback, or hey, beaner, and things like that. But I'll be honest with you. Those are my experiences. But do you hear me get on the air and cry? <laughs> I got called a beaner and I went back. Uh, did you allow, did I allow that to stop me from having success? Of course not. You know why? Because success is a mindset. Success is a decision. And I decided that, look, you're not going to be able to change the way people think or view you. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what choices you make for your life. That's just going to happen. And I didn't allow that to stop me. And I'm sure, Bob, you didn't allow it to stop you. Well, let me, let me just give you a real quick thing, and it's something I learned from the Chinese, from a Chinese fortune cookie. I have this on my desk. I had it framed. I must have gotten this in a takeout order about 30 years ago. And what it says is this. We're all manufacturers. Some of us make good. Others make excuses. Yeah. Oh, well said. Well said, Bob. I'll leave it right there. I'm up on break. But everybody has experiences. No one can say I know whites that come from, you know, mining towns and 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 from towns in the south where it was hard work. Mom and dad worked two jobs just to put food on the table. We all have a story. White, black, brown, purple with polka dots. We have got to stop this nonsensical systemic racism before we go into the deepest depths of the abyss. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396. Quick break, and we're going to come back and get right back to those calls. Don't go away. tell you this if you're wondering if donald trump is coming this weekend or not for the rally he's coming yeah i just uh, spoke with uh, chairman mcdonald and uh and it's being reported you're probably thinking what are you what are you talking about well you know donald trump is scheduled this weekend or he at least was scheduled this weekend to come up to reno uh and then to vegas to do some rallies but i don't know if you know this or not it was canceled Due to coronavirus restrictions and Governor Sisolak said, I had no knowledge. I did. Come on. 
Uh, one thing that we know, Governor Sisolak, is you are not a fan of this president. And this president coming to Las Vegas, this president coming to Reno, is a big problem for you because the Hispanic population is pro-Trump. Trust me when I tell you this. I just talked about this yesterday. Polls are showing that more and more Hispanics, in fact, right now, the surge in Hispanic support for Donald Trump is more than it was in 2016 and is now equally matching the support that George W. Bush had with Hispanics in 2004. And George W. Bush in 2004 had a hell of a lot of Hispanic support. This is why the left is flipping out. But in any event, the the rallies were canceled. The rallies were canceled and Donald Trump said, Pounce Sand, still planning the Nevada campaign trip despite these cancellations. So that's being worked on. And as soon as I know, I'll let you know. But it just brings me back to Governor Sisolak for a moment. Governor Sisolak says, well, I didn't know, you know, in this 50 you know, person uh, voter, uh, this 50 person coronavirus restriction. Look, I understand every state has mandates and I understand Governor Sisolak is making his mandates based on what he thinks is best. But I don't think he knows what he knows is best. I mean, think about this for a moment. If protesting is going to go on without fail and hundreds are gathering together on Las Vegas Boulevard as they have, isn't that circumventing the coronavirus restrictions? Of course it is. But this governor is selective in what he believes is a violation and isn't. Come on, I have to just be honest. It's funny, I was reading the Las Vegas Insider, and sometimes I like to read that, and it's pretty much an opinion piece with some pretty good material. I mean, the Las Vegas Insider just goes out there, does investigative journalism when other journalists that are supposed to be investigative journalists don't do their job. But this this article uh, brought up a good point. It was yesterday, and the article said, Nightly beatdowns, ghetto fights, and assaults, the new normal in Las Vegas. And there's some truth to that because we're starting to see samples of assaults and problems happening even in high class establishments like the Encore. I mean, there's been some fights. There's been some assaults. It's happening not only on the strip at the high end properties. It's happening downtown in Fremont. So, you know, when we basically turn away entertainment, we turn away trade show business, we turn away business as a whole, especially being the entertainment trade show and business capital of the world, then what happens? You get what's happening. And that is a total destruction of our city. This is what happens when you ban business. This is what happens when you shut down the entire convention industry. You close bars. You tell locals to stay home. And you invite this, this ghetto belief system that burning down, looting, breaking glass, stealing is what is necessary to make a point regarding police brutality, regarding the so-called hoax of systemic racism. And it's a pretty good piece. So if you know you visit networkinvegas.com and you see the Las Vegas Insider, write this. I mean, again, an opinion piece, but is there some truth to this? 
Are we now in the new normal in Las Vegas? I hate to see that because I love Vegas so much. And, and I love the multi, multiculturalism of Las Vegas. I love the different walks of life, ethnicities, and people of Las Vegas. I've always said that when I see Las Vegas and I see all the different walks of life and people, colors, creeds, and everything else, this is a little glimpse of what heaven's going to look like. Because in case you think that heaven's just one color, heaven is just not one color. Heaven is multiple colors. It's every color in the crayon box. So when I see Las Vegas, when I see that, I see a little glimpse of heaven in terms of the different walks of life and ethnicities. But are we now walking down a road where the new normal is, in fact, this? I mean, my God, the NFR has moved from Vegas to Texas for 2020. And I understand there's shutdowns, but I think this governor's gone too far. I don't think this governor knows what the hell he's doing, to tell you the truth. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the national finals rodeo is going from Vegas to Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. Why? Because Texas is open and welcoming that business. Do you understand how Vegas is being hurt economically because I believe that this governor is over his head in terms of how to deal with coronavirus. My God, if Governor Doug Ducey in Arizona, who's inept, can actually get things in order, why can't Steve Sisolak? But Donald Trump, rest assured, according to my sources, is coming this weekend despite what Governor Sisolak and his draconian measures are saying. I'm opening up the phone lines so you can weigh in. 702-257-5396. And now let's go right back to our busy calls. Josh, you're next. Welcome to the program. Well, Steve, uh, the problem has always been as as a native Nevadan, um, somebody who was born at Sunrise Hospital, graduated from Rancho High School and UNLV, there's been a Republican governor from 1999 to 2019. Mm-hmm. The problem, like it's always been, is white liberals. It's, it's not the Hispanic vote, because I've talked to a lot of, in my business day to day, i talked to a lot of older Hispanic men. They're conservative. Yeah. It's always been the white liberals. They fan out across the country. They've been fanning out from California to Idaho and to Seattle and to Portland. And, to, and white, when I say white liberals, it's white liberals that are, you know, blind the lollipop call that calls in. They're, yeah. they're all, they, they, range the, they, they run the age range from... From baby boomers all the way to millennials, white liberals, they fan out. Most of them are, 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 are rich. They live the privileged life, and they fan out with their liberal lunacy, their leftist yeah. policies. They go all across the country. They screw up their state, California. Then they want to move to Austin. They want to move to Phoenix. I got friends in Phoenix. Yet, Sisolak would have never been governor in the 90s here. But, but when white liberals fan out from California, they, they destroy places. They yeah, they bring that. Destroyed. They bring that ideology, is what they, you're they, saying, they're, Steve. They're sick. They can't help themselves. I got people that moving from California to Florida. They're trying to change their. That's why the Democrats feel confident. These people are sick. They bring their white liberal. I'm white and I feel guilty, and I want to be the savior of black mm-hmm. people. Poor, poor you, poor. I'm black. Yeah, you poor little black people. You can't do anything. Let me be your savior. Let me be your Jesus. I'm the That's what's offensive. Okay, and Josh, you said you're black, and you would have to be offended that the white liberal thinks they know your life better than you. That's offensive. I'm offended for you because I'm Hispanic. They do the same thing to me. Josh, i got to move. I've got a bunch of calls on hold, but I do appreciate your thoughts and your comments. Let's run over to Don. You're next. 
Welcome to the program. All right, Don has left the building. We're going to jump over to Alex. Alex, welcome to the show. Hi, Steve. Uh, I want to thank Josh, the previous caller. What a great call. Um, I'm Hispanic, a former uh, Democrat, as I've said in the past. I've got good news, Steve. I'm going to be, uh, myself and my family are going to be working on the Trump campaign, uh, calling Hispanics and convincing them to convince them that Trump's the guy and that Joe Biden's nothing but trouble for our nation. Well, good for um, you. I'd like to, I'd like to say something. Um, I, this situation about, um, Sisolak not allowing the, uh, the rally to occur here in Vegas, I think is totally disgusting. I think it, it, it's, it's, it's an outright insult to all of us. It doesn't matter even if you're Democrat. You have to understand what's going to happen if there's a Republican governor the next time and he doesn't allow your Democrat uh, candidate to come into town for some crazy rules that they come up in the future. We don't know. We don't know what may happen. And uh, I think it's horrible. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say is this. Those of you who are, who are out there that are still on the on the... On the sidelines, thinking if oh should I vote for Trump? Just go on the internet. Go look at uh, go look at the videos of uh, Biden. There was one I saw this morning. It was from C-SPAN. I don't I didn't catch the date on it, but it, right on the screen it said uh, what what he's going to do to open up the economy of the United States while this COVID is happening. Oh, Alex, it's it's, it's oh man, I'm going to tell you, it's so clear and apparent. Biden's lack of vision for the country. And I got to bounce. I appreciate the call. 47 years in Washington, and all of a sudden, he's got the plan that's going to fix America. My God, he was vice president for eight years. If he had the secrets, why didn't he tell Barack Obama? And during their eight years in office, they could have fixed America. Oh, no, it's going to be a major landslide in November. I'm confident it is going to be an electoral landslide. It's going to be Reagan versus Mondale. I'm very confident. You know what else I'm confident in is germ hero. Look, COVID-19, we can't deny it's here. Flu, viruses, bacterias, we can't deny they're here. So why not take an extra measure to make sure that you take care of the germs, the bacteria, the viruses, the flu, the pathogens, mold, and fungi that could be in your office environment or in your home. Germ Hero does just that. They are experts in helping kill 99.9% of these very bad viruses, bacteria, and flus. It's important to actually take these extra measures to protect yourself. Safety is key. They've got incredible personalized support. They're flexible, and they have, well, what's great, secure online estimates and for this audience you will get the steve sanchez special and trust me there is no other competitor in town that can do or beat this special 1-800-497-1488 is how you reach germ hero 1-800-497-1488 or you can simply visit germhero.com this is steve sanchez quick break and then we're going to come back and take the rest of these calls don't go away It's getting so you never 
want to remind you about the free webinar hosted by Geiler Financial Group, September 18th, 1 p.m. Pacific time. If you haven't registered, you need to do that tonight. It is for free. Rick Geiler, the CEO of Geiler Financial Group, is going to have 30-minute free webinar and it is going to be incredible. It's going to be talking about what we can expect in the 45 days, the 45-day mark prior to the election, any October surprise, the markets, Wall Street, credit, gold and silver. There's going to be a variety of talk uh, topics that he's going to talk about. He's also going to talk about the one secret your banker and stockbroker hope you never find out about. And in fact, those that register tonight are going to get a copy for free of the ebook, so you can have that in your hands so that you can be prepared for what could be coming. 888-545-7182 is how you register for free. 888-545-7182 or you can simply go to financialfridaybootcamp.com. That's financialfridaybootcamp.com. That's September 18th, 1 p.m. I will be a guest on there. I want to see as many of you out there on this webinar for free as you can. Now, I know schedules sometimes get kind of hairy. People are back to work, but don't fret. Once you register, if you cannot make that webinar, it will be sent to you for free on demand. Again, 888-545-7182 or register at Financial Friday bootcamp.com everybody that registers gets that free ebook the one secret your banker and stockbroker hope you never know about make sure you get it as good read good financial information all right let's go ahead and get through some of these calls that are on hold let's jump over to bruce you're next welcome to the program bruce has left the building let's go back up to scott scott you're next welcome to the show hey steve my last name is actually scott my first name is brian Sorry. Brian, okay, no problem. Well, that's all right. I appreciate you being on with us. What's on your mind? Yes, sir. I was. Uh, I wonder why people don't uh, look into more of these. Uh, our governor, he just works me at a hundred levels, just like you. Um, the guy is not a wealthy man. He's worth four million dollars. So, how did he obtain all that money? Why don't they look into the bribery when he was a county commissioner? I know uh, of a particular individual who actually got screwed over a million dollars with when uh, Sislag was commissioner because he took a bribe and gave somebody a CFO. Uh, for open a business, and they owed the person a million dollars and never got paid because Sisolak actually took the bribe. So I'm just wondering why people don't look into these public officials and see how they obtain their wealth. Like Pelosi, he's worth $120 million, and both of her parents were Baltimore City mayors. So it just the the corruption just doesn't end. Why don't people look into more? I just want to get your thoughts on that. No, I appreciate that, and I appreciate the call. Um, you know, true, there's a lot of corruption that goes on in politics, not only on the Democratic side, but on the Republican side. That's why I'm a registered independent. I really am an independent. I know some will say, I'm a registered independent. I'm an independent. I've been registered as an independent since 2010. And I don't have a lot of love for the Republican Party either, trust me. But, you know, one thing that we need to, to say is that, you know, a lot of these things uh, regarding Sisolak are alleged. And, you know, so, you know, we don't know if this, that, or the other happened. You know, we can have our suspicions. We can think this has happened, but we just don't know. So, you know, I've always been one to uh, be cautious regarding uh, what I say towards people. I will tell you this. I don't trust the governor. I will tell you this. He seems shady. Uh, I'm not the only one that says that. Many Democrats are saying that, too. 
I'll tell you this, I believe he's an inept governor. Uh, I'll tell you that. I don't think he knows how to run a state uh, like uh, like Nevada that is predominantly gaming and tourism. Uh, obviously, because if he did, do you think we'd be seen? Now, I know people are going to be crying and saying, well, it's COVID-19. It's the Look, I get it. Other states dealt with COVID-19, too. And, you know, I would look at models of those that actually handled COVID-19, Arizona in particular, and mimic those models. Instead, Comrade Sisolak is following Comrade Newsom. And, and look at the states. Look at the mess. Look at the draconian measures, totalitarian behavior. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous is what it is. So much to talk about. So little time. But I will be back on tomorrow. In the interim, you can visit the SteveSanchezShow.com website to get more info. And, of course, follow me on, on my socials. I want you to keep it right here on KDON. My good friend Ken Thompson and Sports X Radio is up next. Until next time, friends, God bless, and we'll catch you on the other side. been listening to steve sanchez for more of steve visit the steve sanchez show.com